Welcome to the Out of Asham podcast. We are having conversation, dialogue, and reflection on who are you? People always say, oh, I know who I am. I'm this and I'm that. But are you? How do you really know who you are? How do I know who I really am? How do you know when you've come to a place that you're secure and understand yourself fully? Cole, we was talking about that 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 situation with Peter. What was you <laughs> what were you um reflecting on uh regarding Peter and him knowing who he was, right? P- Peter the, aka the pull-up was, man. He, Peter was always on guard. <laughs> always. <laughs> ready, always. Always. Ready ready to snap at any he moment. Was, but even he succumbed. So I, based on our discussion, you know, early I was mentioning how when when the prophecy was given to him that he will deny Christ, he was like, nah, not me, not me. And he knew who himself to be. Like, if you needed him for any other thing, sure enough, he always came through. But as the story goes on, we mm-hmm. see that in the right time, in the right situation, that same person who is so confident, so loyal at that point, immediately did the 180. Say, oh, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know him. So, but but I believe you know to go back, to go back to answer your question. I think how we we know who we are based on a lot of times through our life's experiences. I think the, the longer mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever a closed shut case like this is who I am and this is it. There's always things that you don't know about yourself that situations and experiences would then reveal in different times and ages and stages within one's life. Mm-hmm. And I think about uh, even Judas. I remember. When I was in school, they talked about Judas who portrayed the savior uh, would, he was the scariot. He was a zealot, meaning he was wanting Rome to go down. And he saw the power that the savior displayed on so many occasions. So he was in his flesh and in his carnality and in his deception. He was easy to become deceived. That's why uh, the savior would to- told him, I know Satan got you already. Because you see me doing all these miracles, but these miracles and these things I do are in alignment with what the Most High has called me to do within this season. And because of your personality trait and your bloodline, you being a part of our fold would be the entry point through which calamity is going to come. But it's also going to be turned for good because everything is turned for good when you're walking in according to the, the will of the Most High. But in his mind, he could only see one way. He was like, nah, we need to get free. I'm about getting things popping. He was like a Peter, but on steroids. Peter was like, uh, like a eight Judas Iscariot. They changed, they gave his name Iscariot. That means that Bama was a zealot. Judas is a zealot. He was ready to rumble and overthrow government at any time until the right situation pulled up, which was what? Moolah, cash flow, cash money. Money makes people funny, right? Um, you know, even in my own personal life, I've experienced even, Recently, a really close friend of mine who uh, we done business together, but it, it appears that that money, that money get a hold of you and start to make you compromise your principles. Right. So when when uh, Judas was in a situation with the collaborators, he was like, well, I think I could get him to 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 do A, B, C and D. He couldn't discern that they were setting him up and setting 
the savior up. But he was mm-hmm. like, nah, we can make it happen. We're going to move it like this. And then, look, I'm going to just, I'm going to kiss him, right? And I'm going to just da 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 And he was running game, but he didn't know that he was a part of prophecy, but from the other side. Just like you exactly. said earlier, Peter was in prophecy, but he said, don't worry about that because I've prayed for you and, and that most High will restore you because that was done out of weakness as opposed mm. to done out of maliciousness. So everything is about the intention. What is the AI? The attention and intention of your heart. And that is what forms who you are. So from my point of view, you never really know your fullness. That's how powerful you are. As long as you're alive, you're learning more about yourself, learning exactly. more about your situation. Because right now, you are a certain type of person. Like I'm, this is the way I am. But if you go to jail, you're gonna have to change who you are, or you ain't gonna survive, right? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like if you if you're a calm person and you're not confrontational, and you get thrown into the the state pen, not federal. I'm talking about state. That's a totally different ball game, and you have. To, and if you're in there for many years, you're gonna have to Thumbs adjust. Up. Thumbs up <laughs> can happen. Anything. <laughs> So, but that is true. It's true how you you know, your environment, because I think we, we had this conversation about, uh, we asked, can one's values change over time? Mm. Like, where does your, because value system, where does that come from? Because that also that's intertwined in the understanding who you are. Because usually, it's not necessarily the moral compass that people are governed by, but they oftentimes make that line in the sand, if you will, or that type of determination based on what I've been told or what I think I'm supposed to be, and then all couched in what my personality is like, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. So it becomes this mixed bag. But then, like I said, oftentimes it's not through, it's usually through life experiences Mm -hmm. that you can really come and be like, oh, okay, now I understand why I've always been hesitant in this area because this is how I am. And the more I try to go out of the comfort zone, I always find my way back here. So this is like their baseline from which they moniker and they move uh, as they maneuver throughout life and society as a whole. Yeah, and I, I think one of the, the the key things to understanding, like you said, your environment, if your physical body is maneuvers because of the environment, whether it be you're in, a, in the sun, you get a tan, or whether you're in cold areas over centuries of time, you actually, your phenotypes and such begin to uh, change and conform to the image of whatever it is that's around you. That's why the scripture talks about good company corrupts good morals mm. in principle, but it's more about two can't walk together unless they agree. It's that's the, the baseline. And, and the, and the, the yoke, the, the idea is two yokes. If you have two animals side by side and you put a yoke on them and they're walking and one gets sick, this one gets sick and it begins to disease and begins to falter. Now that weight is being pulled by the healthy one. Now, the question is, is the sick one going to infect the healthy or is the healthy going to infect the sick? It's going to be the unhealthy one is going to begin to affect the, 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 the healthy one. So as he's dragging them along, dragging them along and the, the flies and all the different things are beginning to happen, what's, it's going to begin to contaminate. So the environment you're in is what controls who you are. And a lot of times, if you, as you said in our conversation, if your identity is tied into external things like I'm a lawyer or I'm a this and, and you tie to something outside yourself, that means you're vulnerable. You are vulnerable at that point because now you can be bought, you can be manipulated, you can be controlled based on who you think you are. So say, for instance, they're like, hey, if you want this next position, you need to do A, B, C, or D. 
And if you feel your identity is tied, I work so hard for it. Da, 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 that's when you compromise yourself. And now your who you are becomes defined by what someone else thinks or what someone wants. And that's the way society is built. That's why the, it's, the systems are created so that your dream, you were born to be a, a Marine or you were born to be this or that. When it's all actuality, you were born to be the image of the most high and to be a creative and a creator. So, so how about understanding what you just said then? So accomplishments aren't tied, even though we know people tend to amplify what they've done and make that the badge from which they want the world to see them from or the lens, typically accomplishments shouldn't be what you lead with. That no. shouldn't, it shouldn't, it, they shouldn't even matter in life in general. Nah, it's cool. It's okay to have accomplishments, but if that's what's defining you, that's why I always refer back to Mike Tyson. He's my favorite example of that, where they did an interview on him and he was like, they was like, these titles, look at all these titles you accomplished. He threw it on for said, it's nothing, it's stuff, it's just stuff, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Because at the end of the day, if you pull back from, and a lot of that is steeped in idolatry, right? And the way they've set up the systems, the the, the gods or the, the, the idol, this is my idol. Anytime you begin to operate in those spaces, which a lot of our, uh, our society is built on, you know, success and being prosperous, like, oh, he's successful because he has a lot of what material things or he has accomplished this or accomplished that. That is not to say you shouldn't accomplish things, but that is not the driving force through which who you are and who you become. Because I know a lot of successful people who's who they don't know who they are. You could look at them and they're like a, a shell. Right. <laughs> they're, they're being handled. They are controlled. They are different forms of people that appear to be successful, but isn't necessarily uh, have a, a soul or a root. The one thing we loved about Tupac from what we understand is that he was always true to himself, but yet he was still successful, right? So if we're using him as an example, though we don't really know, it's all images, um, that prototype or that archetype or that personification of an individual is be true to oneself. And one, the question is, well, who is oneself? And how do you define who you are? Most people, like we said earlier, are going to define who they are based on their experience, what they, where they came from. You know, I came up from the streets or I came up as a single mom or I came up in a, a abuse of this or whatever, or I came from another country. Everyone has their stories that shape who we are. And that's mm -hmm. understood. But you are constantly growing into the fullness of what the Most High has created you to be and that your journey should be about what is the internal values and the bloodline and the um, mental um, proclivities and gifts within me that I am discovering as I move along in this life? And it will manifest through a career or through a discipline or through a job or through a practice or a talent. But the, the core of who I am, the heartbeat of who I am is based in my identity and knowing who I am. And if you don't know who you are in those, um, those fundamental spaces of your culture, your, your bloodline, your people groups, at least moving towards that, you're going to always just adopt and adapt. If things come up, Oh, I'm like them. And you could tell a lot and they, they say, don't judge a book by its cover, but the way people show in the outward gives a reflection of how they think and how they see. Right? So if a person who wears everything fake, 
everything is fake on them. In most cases, if you dig deeper beyond the brainwash or beyond the pain or whatever reason for why they're doing it or the insecurity, you will find that there's something that was missing in their development that caused an alteration in their perception of themselves, right? So who are you ultimately starts with how do you see yourself? So, mm-hmm. and you know, on the same, that same line of thinking, I think um, one key factor in all this is that idea that we always talk about purpose. I think purpose, if one understands their purpose, they ultimately understand who they are because they understand how they need to maneuver, how they need to function according to the alignment of whatever purpose it is. So so when we talked about accomplishments, I know for me, I've, I've talked to numerous people, jobs, status, opportunities, if it's in alignment of purpose, then it's a part of that journey. It's not something to be uh, something to be had, to be accomplished, to have that badge of honor. No, it was just a stepping stone to where you need to be. So it's, it's sort of like how Joseph going into captivity in order to get into the palace. He had to go to jail before all this even happened. I don't think he saw that as an accomplishment. That was a part of the life's journey to get him to where he needed to be in order to what? Then help the masses because that was that was the purpose. So while he's sitting in jail, while he's going through these different things, while he's interacting with this butler, when he's going through this, interacting with kings, that was a part of the journey. The journey is ultimately once you you know who you are once you're in alignment. But a lot of us aren't in alignment. So that's why there's so much to and fro, back and forth, because you can never have surety unless the foundation is secure. We don't know what the foundation is until you know what that purpose is. So when we take it to the um, whether it's the entertainment or the the um, NBA, LeBron James knew at an early age that he had a love for basketball. So his decision for who he saw himself to be and what he needed to do was easy. Slam dunk, you know, putting open intended, but he knew that his attributes, his skill sets, his IQ is going to take him in this direction. And that was the foundation. It all started there. Then as the popularity grew, as he began to grow and being able to expand his skill and his reach globally, now because that foundation is already set, now he can then fall into alignment with other initiatives and things outside of what we see him to be an athlete that he can really take on. Oh, I want to go into media. Oh, I want to go into education. Oh, I want to go into philanthropy. But it all started with alignment. If he decided not to go into basketball, would he be in the places or have the reach that we have? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But once I say he made that decision early in life, and a lot of people make that decision early in life, that makes it much, much easier as they go. They're going to have the ups and downs in their journeys. Definitely. But to, in order to reach that pinnacle, that apex, that moment of, yes, I've done it. I've accomplished what I've set out to do. It takes understanding the found, understanding your foundation, which is your purpose. Mm-hmm. This is why we always reiterate, what is your purpose? What mm-hmm. are you doing this here for? Mm-hmm. What is, like you mentioned, what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. What is driving you internally in order to chase this thing or to pursue this thing with every fiber in your body? I think that's why a lot of us don't, when we talk about that term ambition, peep, some people aren't ambitious in the way the world defines it because they don't understand what they're supposed to be looking for. Mm. Like a lion knows what a lion's supposed to do. So when it sees the the elk running or that animal running, it knows I need to go get it. I mm-hmm. haven't eaten in six months. I need to go get that food. The, uh, the lion is they knows it's a predator. It's going to natch and it's natural instinct and go it's not gonna negotiate. 
It's not going to talk, should I do this? No. Natural inclination is, boom, go get it. Mm. Because it understands its purpose. There's nothing else distracting it from its, its goal. Mm. But we, we have, we can think, we can reason. There's so many different things that cloud our visions that is oftentimes it's very difficult to kind of move away from the smoke and move this away to really understand what's going on. Hence why I'm a firm believer in solitude and prayer centers you to help you understand that life is bigger than you and you have to rely on something that's outside of your realm. Whatever term people want to use, they call it meditation, whatever you want to call it. The human beings are designed. You have to have some level of discipline where you have solitude and an alignment from a spiritual perspective. Because mm. that's the only time where a lot of the noises that we hear begin to die down. It gets mm. very mute. And then you can kind of focus. As, yeah. as a, you know, as we talk every morning, 5 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, you outside. You don't hear anything. Mm. It's silent. The air. So then you can understand what the scriptures are saying about the Garden of Eden when they walked in the cool of the day. Like it's it's just your mind is free. <laughs> you can hear everyone asleep at prime time at noon. That's when all the chaos is happening. It's very difficult <laughs> to focus and do things at that time. Mm-hmm. But early in the morning, you understand what David was talking about early in the morning. He's like, you know what? This is the time where you can maneuver. This is where you can hear. This is where you early can focus. When I, will seek, you- I will seek you early. There you go. Yeah. Early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's early, but 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 it comes back to that alignment piece. That alignment piece is what we're trying to get people to understand, as well as try to begin to people to have that deeper comp- conversation within themselves. Like all the things I've done, the exploits, the things that I've tried to accomplish, that I thought this was what it was, but now I'm starting to realize I don't have any fulfillment. Why don't you have fulfillment? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't purposely done. It wasn't what you were supposed to be emphasizing or engulfing yourself in. So now that you have achieved the thing, it was like, I I worked all this hard for this. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? And to swing back, because you said it so beautifully, you think about how we find our purpose. When the Most High created everything, he gave it its purpose. I'm reading, taking my time through Genesis one through five. And it talks about he made these fish after its kind in its generations. And he talks about how he started the, 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 the seed level of everything that we see. And then he rested. He said, okay, I don't have to do anymore because now it's just going to replicate and multiply itself because I've already put it in motion. Let's take that concept. And you ask yourself, well, how am I supposed to know? You will know and you can know because guess what? Human beings have never stopped being. So first of Mm -hmm. all, you got to get out of the construct right now because we're in construct, we're in captivity, we're in colonization, we're in all these different, like you said, distractions. It's so hard to hear the still small voice of the beginning, the beginning, meaning the, the internal. So when you're in the quiet and you're in the area where it's at the top of the morning or top of the early uh, rising that's where the beginning starts so let's walk slow uh, uh, quickly through Joseph and I'm sure we'll spend some time in Joseph in the coming weeks what was the power that Joseph had his bloodline his family he understood culturally who he was he understood he came from Jacob Isaac Jacob Jacob was his father and he understood Abram was his great 
was his uh, great grandfather. So that storyline was embedded in him. He knew who he was. If you look at some of these politicians, you can see that they know who their ancestors are. They know them. They interacted with them and messaging has been passed down. So if a sense of being has been passed down for over, say, 100 years, you're going to have a stronger sense of self than the brokenness that we see, whether it be broken family, single home, so forth and so on. Those elements that develop the soul to know who you are becomes lost. And that's where the enemy can come in and sow tears through all kinds of things and bring in these false fulfillments that make you feel a certain way, but it's not actually fulfilling you, but it's setting you up. Right. So Joseph understood that going in. And the most I knew that I need to put this in him so that he can get to the fullness of his purpose and understand it later on. So all the bad things or that appeared to be bad. But remember, the scripture says in, in Psalm 82 that the whole earth is out of course because of the decisions, whether it be from Adam and Eve, the firstborn of creation doing what they did through the courses. Also, everyone is off and you have to still get back to eating. You still have to get back to the original status that the most high created from the beginning. So that's a journey. I like to liken that to travel. If you're traveling from one end to the other, you don't know what you're going to encounter, but you will encounter obstacles, good times, bad times, ups and downs. So Joseph, he tells his brother, I see the vision. I'm going to be running stuff. This is the cloudedness because he's still young. His ego is there. All these different personal things that come to all of us. Because when you're a child, didn't you have a dream? Man, I'm going to be a this. Or I'm going to be this kind of person. Or I'm going to be whatever it is your dream is, right? And a lot of times in our society, it's tied to being something specific. Like, a, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a fireman. <laughs> I didn't know anybody in my neighborhood who said they want to be a fireman, but point is you have a place you want to be so joseph said man i got this dream and you guys were bowing to me so his brothers they feel in a certain way why are they feeling a certain way because they understand first of all that his mother rachel was her their father's favorite white woman they came from leah they came from the other one because jacob had four wives billa uh leah rachel and zilpah those were his four wives and they were one was a concub two of them were like concubines and two are the main wives who were sisters now in that mm -hmm. setting and in certain settings around the world there is the multiple wife situation but in this particular case and storyline he had four wives and they all had children and they were all living together as a community as a tribe and he had the resources to handle that right so they're all there but in that you know you're gonna always find some drama so imagine the favorite one is saying you know, I, I, I'm, I was ruling and y'all, y'all was, y'all bowed to me. I was like the sun and y'all, and, and, and y'all were the, this, the stars and y'all were bowing to me. They got really hot. So they didn't really like him from that. Right. But what he was saying was not untrue. It was true, but the timing and the way he was approaching it was causing envy and jealousy and hatred to begin to fester in his internal space. Right. So then what happens? He gets knocked. Um, he gets sold by his brothers. Like it always happens, whether it's Judas or whether it's Malcolm X or any of the leaders, it's they always find uh, somebody who's going to snitch or find the, the, the brokenness within a, a group and then give them the power to then bring you down. Everything. Mm -hmm. So Joseph was sold. And you can hear him crying in the pit like, please, brothers, don't do this to me. They're like, shut up, you're dead. 
you're done. And they were going to, some of them was like, nah, let's kill him. They was like, nah, let's not kill him. Let's sell, let's sell him over to the Ishmaelites. Now the question is like, who are the Ishmaelites? So it's really important when you're reading the scriptures to understand these bloodlines so you can understand personality types, tendencies, and personalities that come out of certain types of people groups that, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll see a little kid do something like, oh, you got that anger like your grandmama, or you got... That's what that's about, right? So the Ishmaelites were Abram, his great-grandfather's stepson, basically, mm-hmm. with Hagar from a different bloodline. They were a part of the, the, the house of Japheth, from my perspective, but in the scriptures it says Ham, right? So he was from the house of Ham. And we, no can, have, we can talk about that when we get to Genesis 10 and 11, because when we start reading the scriptures um, critically, you have to things will begin to make sense a little bit more. And, and the fear of that is most people going to say, oh, you're being reprobate. Oh, you're going against the scripture. You're changing the word. And da, da, da. Um, I'm changing the word. <laughs> me. Uh, me. Like, let, let, let's just read the words together. Let's see how we both understand what is just said. <laughs> Nothing is added to this. <laughs> you, you guys have been flipping the word and changing it and King James in it and da, da, da. So I'm not even going to get into all that. They've been Catholicizing it <laughs> from the beginning. The Jonas already mixed up. Scripture already told us the Jonas mixed up. That's why you have to go by spirit. He said, Crucially. I, my spirit will lead you into all truth. So I, I go by yeah. the spirit. I don't go by what y'all say. But anyhow, but I acknowledge that understanding but i have a different perspective and i want we'll walk through it when we get there as i'm going through these chronicles so you have the ishmaelites so they sell it to them like let's sell them to them so at least it's still in the bloodline so when you hear them talking saying let's not sell them let's not kill them lest we bear that burden they're like now nah, let's send them to the ishmaelites although they're from the, the seed of hagar and at least they have some of abram's blood so it's still within our family type and they wouldn't kill him and they didn't kill him. So the Most High had jurisdictional protection over over Joseph because, and this is a revelation to me just now, he had he, he was even through our wickedness. If he can get you to still stay within his parameters, he can put a hedge around you. But when you completely step out of covenant, it's difficult. But the Most High knew this was going to happen, so he sent them, like you said, as nomads to move into the space. They get Joseph, they take him, and they sell him into Egypt. Egypt was the place where everything was popping or Kemet. Mm-hmm. Egypt is more of a whitewash now, but uh, Kemet was popping or the land of Ham or the land of Japheth, right? Because it says Japheth and um, Shem shall dwell together in the same tent. And then when you look at the personality traits and different things around Japheth, you can see Ham might have been inserted in there because most of the Hams that we see to this day is still in European lands like Birmingham, mm-hmm. Nottingham, Amsterdam, Northampton, Ham, Ham, Ham everywhere, right? So that might be the Isles, and there was a switch up in the translations. Maybe somebody fell asleep and accidentally wrote it down, and then it got stuck. <laughs> but I'm not going to get into all that. We could deal with that later. So you have Japheth, or you have um, him going into the land of in the east or northeast, which would be what we call Egypt, or uh, the land of Ham, land of Japheth. That region popping from Abraham's time. Remember when Abraham was called out of the Ur Chaldees? He went south, and then there was a famine. Then he went back up north and went to where? Egypt. Everybody go. Egypt has been popping for a long time. Even when they was trying to kill the Savior, where did he end up going for two years? Egypt. So he was following what? What his ancestors did. Mm -hmm. Same place. Seed of Abraham. 
So that's when you hear the promises that the most I gave to Abraham that your seed will be a royal seed, will be a lineage, da, da, da. royalty. So anytime you have firstborn peoples and not all Afro peoples, but there's a certain type of person and the most High is going to show it in the fruit of how they do things. They're going to be kingly in the way they operate. They're going to be rulers and moving in those spaces according to their bloodline. So now Joseph is in Egypt. He gets there. He has favor everywhere he going. He he is the man. Everywhere he goes, they love him. He's handsome. The women are like, oh my gosh, I need to get with him. Da da da. da. So he's working in Potiphar's house. He's like, all right, cool. I'm on my way back up again. All right, Most High got me. All right. And then the mom, his wife was like, nah, I need some of that. He was like, I'm not gonna do that. Why would I mess that up? Why would I mess that up and sleep with you? When do you know what I've been through? Da da da. da. You gonna do this or not? Now nah, I'm out. Grab him. Set him up. Potiphar hot. He's like, man, I got it. And Potiphar is like a governor or mayor of a region, just so you know what that term means within their context. So, so a lot of the infrastructure that Greek picked, the Greece or the Greekans, the Greeks picked up was when they came into Egypt or came into Kemet learning the environment because they have pharaohs, which were like the, the emperors. And then you had these different magistrates and different types of Potiphar and these people who were like governors and and judiciary, uh, judiciary people and councilmen and blah, blah, blah. So that was the setup. He was there. He got thrown out. He's in jail now. So now he in the pen. So all my brothers who are in the pen. I love what Peter Todd said. You may be behind bars somewhere in captivity, but just have faith. The most high will bring you through. So do you have that situation happen? He's he's there and he's like you said, working with the butler, working with the, everywhere he go, he was still the top mm -hmm. in that area. So like the jail, the 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 warden was like, nah, listen to Joseph, because he speaks dreams, he sees dreams. Remember that same dream he saw of him being the top and then bowing? He's still seeing them dreams and he telling people what's about to happen. This gonna happen, this gonna happen. Dude got killed, oh snap. The butler got killed, but the baker was cool. No, it was the baker who got killed and the butler that was um that got that was saved so when the butler after he told him a dream butler was like man i'm going back Remember man it. he's like yo you, you know what i'm saying like you know how it is down here just look out for me though you know what i'm saying when you get up there you know how it always is even in hollywood you i work with certain people and we all starting off they get a hot single they're gone and you're like all right yeah. man look out for me when you get in the studio with them yeah you know hit me got up you, yeah, got right, you. Know, okay, yeah all right. from ever again <laughs> <laughs> never and the scripture says oh that thing is still in you since you're 17 years old you you still looking for glory. You you're not understanding that that glory is supposed to be me flowing through you, but you wanna you wanna show off so you can be like, told y'all brothers I was gonna do that. Da, da, da. Let him sit there for two more years till he was at the bottom, and then the butler, most high, then once again because that seed was planted, wake him up. Butler's like, oh, because the king was running into an issue. He's like, yo, there's this dude I know who was in the jail, and da 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 da, and he did this and he did that, and he it was true, and the king was like. All right, since you didn't snitch and I found out that you was right, I'm going to take your advice. All right, tell him to come in. So they was like, hey, hey, yo, Joseph, King, we're trying to talk to you. Me? At that time, he was already broke, disgusted, working at UPS, <laughs> working, cleaning old people, doing all kinds of stuff, working at, at the grocery store midnight with his iPod yeah. on. <laughs> but but you, know, you, know, you know, even right before even the King even coming to that conclusion with that, you remember even before he got sold, what his dad gave him that coat. It was already envious because see he he was dad's beloved. He was a favorite one. He gave him the coat of many colors. Like 
So there was already animosity, like dad puts him on a pedestal. He was a favorite child per se in the midst of all the brethren, right? And then even when he's in jail captivity, when he when he gets set up per se, Potiphar didn't kill him because Potiphar knew who he was. You see? So his reputation preceded him because he was like, that ain't that ain't the that ain't my my Joseph. Cause he, I'm sure he knew who his wife was, and he knew Joseph. That's why he was he he was confused and perplexed. But as a king, he had to make a decision. He had to do something. So he threw him in jail. But if this was somebody else, it would have been off with his head. So you see, like you mentioned, there's there's a limit to the level of persecution that will, you will be fall, especially when you're innocent. Nothing happened to you. Like you didn't do anything. Yeah. You're like, why is this happening? It was a part of that journey. Most mm-hmm. has a shield and he'll protect you through all things. You may think it's bad. And even the things that you've gone through, most of it is that your pride was hurt or you, the image of what you perceive was supposed to happen didn't work out the way you did. So you took it personally and it hurt. But you're still in good health. I can still eat. I can still walk. All my health is good. So forth and so on. So it's more of image. It's all in the mind. And that's what Joseph had to go through. He had to purge Joseph. So Joseph now comes up and says, when he asked me, he said, I got this dream. There were seven uh, fat calves and then seven skinny or famished calves or uh, cows. And uh, Joseph was like, no one can get the interpretation unless the Most High brings it. He had aligned himself to his bloodline. He was in his Abram flow now. And that's why the Most High was like, good, I got all the flesh out. I got out of his insecurities. I got all the things that he picked up, things that was passed down in his from his forefathers, him fighting with his brothers. Imagine 12 brothers. <laughs> you got to hold your own. You got the coat on, like you said, the coat of many colors. You're a target. You're in, you in trouble. You're in trouble because everybody want your spot. So then what happens? He now says, let me talk to the father and figure out what's going on because he knew that was a part of his what legacy. That was a part of his heritage as a bloodline individual who came from the seed of Abram. He knew who he was, even though his outside reflection wasn't showing it, right? So your outside reflection can't dictate to who you are. It has to come from who you are on the inside. And then the outside will begin to manifest and put into place. And once again, when I use these words manifest, because the fallen has taken it and made it into something that's more about selfishness and about, you know, me manifesting materialism. Nah, you manifest who you are and it will show up in the material. That, that nuance is very important because once you start manifesting, that's when idolatry kicks in and then the enemy catches you. And that has to deal a lot with a lack of not knowing who you are and thinking that you being able to manifest is who you are there's there's these nuances so anyhow you have joseph tells and now the king is like man that's that's it what you just said that's exactly what's it because that makes more sense because the weather i'm sure he had all these different reasons for like that's his god is the true god we're listening matter of fact because he told you i know i'm smart i'm just gonna fall back and let you take care of this portion and you be ruler over that. Why? Because he did the research. He knew he was good at Potiphar's house. He did good. When he was in jail, he was faithful there. So he's like, this dude is faithful. His background check checks out. Let's roll with him. He good. So now he's moving and he's getting the grains. What did he do? He got the most important things. That's what we're doing even with Ashan. We're following that, our ancestral bloodline where the best things to grow are things that don't uh, spoil that you can put in silos, wheat, rice, and beans. <laughs> what is what is what is uh, Ukraine and all them fighting over right now? Wheat. We better read this Bible properly. <laughs> you see, so once you Resources understand, are crucial. 
You got wheat, you got grain, you straight. And you can live forever. You got enough so wheat and grain. We don't need TikTok. <laughs> we don't need Instagram. We don't need that. We don't need YouTube. We, like we talked about earlier, if they shut down the internet, what, Co, what's your number? It's a madness in the I know it started with 202, but other than that, I'm lost. Say, shame. Shame. I know 747. That's all I know. <laughs> That's a shame, but we but we got our we got our code for what we need to do. You already if, know what if, it is. Yeah, so we already know. We got to tighten it up stronger. But yeah, exactly, yeah. nah, that's too far. But we'll we'll discuss that later. <laughs> it, I mean, let, uh, push come to shove. Certain amount. Of, I'm gonna just go there anyway. Lamberts, hey, we can have a middle ground. We know we gotta be in the hills. Is it Lamberts? Well, cool. But you know, right? <laughs> you know, another thing you you had just said though. Um, so let's let, let's do some Bible trivia, right? So who did Jesus tell who the men say that I am? Mm. So he, he he asked that to to all of his disciples, and then Peter responded and said what he said. He said, "What did Peter say? Thou art the Christ, the the, the Anointed One. You are our King." But that, that was before, because he said they say because mm-hmm. usually see that's true. They start saying with all the voices. Well, they said you're this. And who do you say? See that who, who you? Yeah. How do you understand it to be? Because that's the direct question, right? Mm-hmm. Not what you heard on TV, what you read about, what they said. Now, what is your direct experience? Because mm. that is the, see that's where it comes down to. He was talking to the heart of the man. Mm-hmm. That's when he brought that revelation of oh, this is who you are. Yeah, this yeah. is who you are. So once again, so we got it, but you got to understand that baseline for where that's drawn from because he experienced, he saw, he walked. So it was a lived experience with mm. Jesus at that time. You know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's amazing though. Yeah, the abilities and, and what we have because as you mentioned so nicely earlier is that. The things that we think are bad, in a lot of cases, aren't really that bad because we always use the examples of going to the gym or tr- going to, on a run. So, sometimes you don't, you're not up to it, mm-hmm. and just it, you're dreading thinking about, oh, I got to do this. But you like the results mm-hmm. when you see the results, or you know it's good for you, how it's preserving you, keeping you up, getting your wind up, keeping your stamina up. You you enjoy that, but going through the process is where people don't enjoy. So, but that's that's everything with life. So everybody has to go through a process and the process because we're earthly fleshly beings is not going to be loving, fulfilling and make you feel good all the time. Good food usually doesn't taste the best. <laughs> when you taste the the foreign objects, the sugars, the process, you're like, mm, you can't stop eating it. But mm-hmm. that's the stuff that's killing you. But then when you say, let's go get some grains, you like some legumes, right? <laughs> let's get, what the scriptures say? Pulse. Let's get some vegetables. You're like, that's boring. Yeah, but that's the stuff that keeps you alive. But you have to train yourself because you have adopted so many foreign um, foreign habits. Mm-hmm. Now you're always salivating and craving these things that are literally working against life as we know it. Mm-hmm. So, But that's life. You got to understand that. Because if we change our mind and know, okay, you know what? This doesn't feel good, but I got to do it. Mm-hmm. I got to do it. That's the motivation. Yeah, I need to do this. Why? Because this is what's required of me or this is what I need to get to. So I got to do it. Can't, I can't slack because if I slack, that's going to pull me back. Got to do it. So that's why you see people become driven almost to the point of insanity. They become like obsessed with it when they're really pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones who usually get to that point mm-hmm. because they're driven and nothing can throw them off course. Crucial. And we got to adopt that same mentality in a lot of things in our lives as individuals. So with what you just said, we swing back into the the the, the account of Joseph's life. So Joseph is now in a, a place of authority, but under authority. He's in alignment with, and this is in a land that is not his own, right? So you mm-hmm. can, most I can prosper you amongst the nations or other people, but still know a, a root of who you are. 
So once the famine was hitting all of the lands and people were lacking food, he began to understand his purpose when he saw his brothers. So when Joseph saw his brothers, we, we it's fair to say, and we know that the All people from Kemet or Egypt means land of the dark skin or dark skin. When the when the when the children came through, when his his siblings came through, they didn't notice him. Why didn't they notice him? Because everybody was dark. If they were a different color, they would have spotted each other automatically, and then it would have been so. The only way they knew each other was through language. He could hear his mother tongue among them. So he's just sitting there and listening to him. But he could speak mm. the, the language of the Egyptians. So he's up there and listening to him. And he began to realize, there goes my brothers. And what happened? Because the Most High fortified his soul, he had the strength to not result in anger and in um, revenge. But he did struggle with that. But he did it in little ways. Remember, he'll put the cup in this area and say, oh, you guys are thieves. Thief. I need this. But he used it to say... I've overcome because now I understand why the most high. So a lot of times when you go through a lot of things, you can surpass petty stuff. You know, ultimately how to move. You move in chess and not in checkers. Mm -hmm. People who are petty and emotional and compulsive is like, king me. (laughs) Jump, 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 jump. I'm going to get you back. Oh, yeah. yeah, Nah, chess is like, you got it. Chess is like, most high knows what he's doing. So... His, he ends up seeing his brother. He's like, wow, these guys are helping me. And I can use my authority to maneuver them. And then he put them in a position where they had to trust the Most High like he did. And then he was, at the end of the day, when he reconciled with his brother, he said, you meant it for evil, but the Most High meant it for good to save many, not me. So it's not about you. Your purpose is how do you fit in the, the, the micro or the macro through your micro? Through your individual action, you may think, well, I'm not reaching tons of people. It may not be reaching tons of people. It may be reaching that one person that might reach tons of people. You get what I'm saying? So we don't we, we can't go by our own wisdom. Scripture says, do not lean in your own understanding. It's about being obedient. Like we said yesterday, OD, obedience and discipline. Discipline, discipline mm-hmm. to the obedience of what the Most High has given in your heart. So it's important to understand what your passions are and to purify that passion. How does this passion help the world? It can be really that simple. How does this passion help the world? How does this help my community? How does this help myself? How does this help my family? I went backwards, but you can start from inner to family to community to region to nations That's to it. the world. And if you think in that sort of trajectory, now you're moving by the pulse and the energy of the world. And now, however you choose to do that through your basketball, like LeBron, you see how he went into all those different things that when he finished ball, basketball is not his purpose. He can pass it to his sons. He can go into education. He can go into the media. He can go into this, go into that. So that's an example of how you can Take one thing and then expand yourself to be able to do multiple things. But it's ultimately about people and mm. especially your people. You can help exactly. all people, but you need to help your people. Joseph was talking to who his people, but he was still feeding the world. Right. He was he was in Egypt. He and every all the nations were coming to get grain from Joseph mm-hmm. because he foresaw that this was going to happen. The most High gave it to him so he could trust him with the keys to the nations. But ultimately, it was to the survival of his own people. So you can't be that's popping it. amongst other people and leave your people out of it. That's uh, that's contrary to the natural law. Remember, we started at the beginning. The natural law is the most high created one after its own kind. 
So it's okay to be with your own kind. Lions hang with lions, cheetahs hang with cheetahs. Although they're cats, they don't force themselves on each other. So in America, what this experiment is, they're trying to make everybody just mix. Da, 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 da. I can love my own. I could be fully lo- in love with being uh, a firstborn. Let's see if you can see this here. Yeah. <laughs> Got the merch. Firstborn of creation. That's my label or title, if you want to call it. Some people have delineated to Afro, Negro, Black, all these different terms, and all of them have its own silo and connotations with it, right? But when you say firstborn and it's signed in with um, the scriptures and because in Genesis chapter two, Ethiopia, that's where the garden was and most have formed man and female. And then in science, the mitochondrial Eve and Adam, the first bones, Lucy was what? In Hadar, Ethiopia. We on the science, we in the spirit. That's when you know the most high is aligning in it. And that's what we need to call ourselves because everyone has a name for us. Everyone calls mm-hmm. us these different things. Soul man, this, 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 this. And if you give into those names, someone created that with an intention, an attention and intention that opens a portal of thought process. When you hear black, what do you hear? You think negative, you think evil, you think dirt, you think this. So those types of things, when you call yourself by those names, by the names the nations have given us, then you take on that responsibility and you don't know mm-hmm. who you are. So though we stepped away from the garden and we've been mixed up in so many different ways, the most high in these years of the return is saying, come back to me and I'll come back to you. Not to religion, because that's another trap. It's connected to the most high. Like mm-hmm. Co said, connecting because the most high is in you and you don't need no man to teach you. doesn't mean you have to be uh, against other people or don't read this, or, but it's having the overstanding of how to approach these things. And that's what we're doing here at the Ashana that's, Foundation. Yeah, that's true. And, that, and, that, and that's, where, that's where the wisdom comes in because you, you got to be understand, you have to have the mindset to always not just be inquisitive, but to learn. So it don't hate the messenger because you never know how things may be relayed to you or how you may understand certain things. Because there's certain principles that, Someone from the pulpit is saying it doesn't make sense to you. Mm-hmm. It could be a person in your neighborhood. It could be a homeless man that you just take a liking to. You start talking. Then you begin to get that revelation. Like, oh, that's what that means. That's how mm-hmm. But you have to have a heart and a mind to listen. Be what? Slow to speak. But you got always want to listen, hear, hear what people are saying. So you know how to digest, know what to throw away. So you know how to protect yourself. And protect because it's a lot of the programming, the things that are coming from the outside mm. that's causing the mix up, the cloudiness and the tainting of our internal man. But but you that's why we have to be intentional for what we do, who we're around, the company we keep, the things we watch. All of that matters. Everything. Because mm-hmm. we as human beings digest it all from mm. the fumes in the air, from what we drink, what we enter our bodies, like people you're around, what they talk about. So when you talk about the yoke. If if the, if that animal is falling sick and ill, it's just a matter of time before that that sickness and that disease passes on. You're too in, in close proximity of it. Just imagine the people who smoke. Now, when we were younger, they didn't say smoking was bad. Now they're saying secondhand smoke, meaning I don't have to smoke. All I have to do is inhale your smoke, and I will have the same uh, effects. So you can imagine mm-hmm. just being in the in proximity in that circle of influence, that ecosystem, it could be detrimental to you. But this, these are the type of things we want to look at. You know, we want to constantly uh, bring awareness to and engage our people because ultimately we are here for each other. So as my brother said, you know, the very thing that we're sacrificing, that we're putting all our life efforts in, how does it affect the whole? Who does mm-hmm. it benefit? 
if it doesn't benefit more than just yourself, chances are it's not that worth it. And we have to have a sit down and be like, okay, why is this so important to me? Why? Why am I so privy to this thing? Why mm. is it this thing I can't let go? You know, we were joking earlier about um, uh, Lot's wife when they were leaving Sodom. And the commandment was don't turn around. Because if you don't, just look for it. Nobody turn around. But she couldn't let go of what was in that land because what she was going was foreign. So when she turned around, pillar of salt, no one knew what happened because everybody else was obedient. They just looked forward, mm. got left behind. But mm. there's so many things in our lives, so many things that we're tied to a Sodom-like contract, as we mentioned last time, that we can't let go. And because we won't let it go, it's not allowing us to move forward. It's not allowing us to live. It's not allowing us to move into the fulfillment of what we're supposed to do. Mm. You know, so it's a beautiful thing, but you, we got we got to keep pressing on day by day, day, day by, by day, day. Mm-hmm. day by day. Stay in the word, read the scriptures and understand the scriptures. Like when I read the scriptures, it's almost for me, I'm reading an autobiography or a blueprint mm-hmm. because there's nothing new under the sun. So if it happened there, it's bound to happen now or it is happening now. Mm-hmm. So when you do see it, you're like, hold up. Oh, matter of fact, that happened back in. Hold up. That's the same thing. Connecting and not to understand. We're the same. We're living on the same earth. This is not a new earth that is foreign to what we read about. Like, this is the same planet. Mm -hmm. Human beings die and fall off, but the earth is where it is. (laughs) When we talk about global warming, the earth is not going to blow up. We're going to die first. Okay, (laughs) Everything we're susceptible to. The ocean is going to be there. There's going to be new animals there. There's going to be new species, new plants. The world, the earth is going to be there. We're the ones that get eliminated. Hence why we're trying to do so much to live longer and do too much to prolong our lives. Because we know we're not infinite. We are finite. We have an end. And that end will come. But Mm -hmm. while you're here, how will we maximize? What are we doing to make sure we're being the best, not best versions of ourselves, but the best that God has for us to be? And that you can only determine that by understanding what your purpose is. Mm Because if you're understanding that you're in full alignment and you're doing what you've been destined to do. That's the ultimate fulfillment that anybody on the planet could ever experience. Mm. Because once again, we talked about Joseph. Joseph didn't fill out a job application to be in the highest levels in a foreign land. He didn't have to do it. He was tapped. He was appointed by what? His works and his deeds. And then the whispers went across like, man, now nah, Joseph, now nah, there's a dude in jail. You need to go talk talk to him. Like who? Who's in jail? Why, why are he getting in jail? Probably heard his story, almost like going to <laughs> going to a judge, like, can you hear my case? Like, not because people knew he he was innocent. And they mm-hmm. could tell, like, this is not the seed of a person who has been mischievous or accused of such a crime. He mm-hmm. has something bigger. But once again, it was a part of his journey. He had to go through it to understand that who he can only rely on one being. That's it. Can't rely on his boy to look out for him to get his next deal. He's like, nah, it's going to be bigger than that. Even though old boy saw you, he understood you have the goods. That's not going to be your way out. No, just, just follow out himself. And the reason why I want you to see that is to understand I have connections. Mm-hmm. Just as the same person who's going into King's Court, you don't know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You one conversation, one door, one opportunity away from boom. And then once you hit that level, everything that happened in your past just falls by the wayside. You no longer think about it anymore. Because mm-hmm. right now when you're in struggle mode, it's like, ah, you can all you see is the negative. All you see is 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 the, the mountains in front of you. You can't see the greener pastures. But once you get to the greener pastures, like I said, when we in Kowu, 
when we in the mountains, you just looking down the valleys by, oh, it's real clear up here. Yes. Yeah, There's right. no distractions. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes, we're going to get to Kuo'u, bro. We, we are on our way to Kuo'u. And the mountaintops. That's, that's the, like uh, Lauren Hill said, life is, you say you want to be used by the most high, but life is full of peaks and valleys peaks and valleys and don't get caught up in either one but know how mm-hmm. to sustain paul said it another way whether i'm in plenty or i'm in less i do all things through the power of, of the of the savior christ who strengthens me meaning it's a spiritual space you have to always come from and like we said before spirit means mental um e- emotional the the intangibles that part of your being that is in connection with the unseen while you're still a part of this physical environment you're wrapped with the earth the the earth is wrapped you which we call this body that's why you eat earth to earth you eat good foods and the more you become aligned like you were saying earlier and you eat properly then the foods that are like fake and has a lot of chemicals actually start to taste nasty to you Cause sometimes I'll go back like I'm about to go get this, and you taste like, oh, I can't have that no more. Oh my goodness! But you usually learn that when you're in your later 40s and da da da, because you've gone through the seasons, right? But if we can teach our young ones now how to perceive, then you can tap and get those things, but it'll never control you. So you meant it for evil, but the Most High meant it for good, because He can change anything. Because He created all things. He created evil and good. He created it, and we can't overstand or understand all that our uh, that the Creator has done. Like this beautiful Earth you're talking about, been here for however long it's been here. Everyone wants to say it's a million years. Da, 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 da. That's all perception from that individual or that people group. Like those numbers, what is a year? A year is what they say is from this time to this time. But that's man-made times. <laughs> October is not wasn't the term October wasn't used. 30,000 years ago, 300, 400 years ago, or let's say 5,000 years ago. So what were they saying? They were calling it or whatever, whatever they were calling it. Human beings have interpretation of whatever is in front of them and they name it, right? That's the power we have as co-creators in this environment. But ultimately the most high is the one who has it all. So who are you? Who am I? We are creations made in the image of the most high that's the first step and then as an image of the most high you're a caretaker of the earth and what is your part of the garden you need to be taken care of and that comes through your journey following your heart walking in righteousness walking in love walking in peace and and pursuing a passionate pursuit of my contribution on the earth to make it a better place right that that cliche but there is truth in it like yes you make the world a better place and that's why you're here you would not be here to hear what we're saying if you weren't supposed to be here so those those underlining pennants need to be a part of uh, how we continue to move forward and we're gonna catch you on our next podcast peace